Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, returnee from rock bottom and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame. The highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons that we never knew we needed to learn but are so grateful that we did. So, ever moved to a new city? It's a wild ride of emotion and adjustment. It can also be wildly funny as my guest today is demonstrating comedian paddy young and i are discussing all this and more okay so it is may 2019 we all know what was creeping up around the corner in those days that's right my big breakup (laughs) 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 which when anyone thinks about the years before between 2019 and 2023 they go oh god that was such a hard time for Emily <laughs> yeah they say the rumors were the affair started in a lab in Wuhan yeah 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 yeah, yeah a lab in Wuhan. everyone just talk, we can talk about it but just in a slightly more somber voice that's how I picture 2019 especially May um but May 2019 is that really the time no I don't know it was probably I was dumped so much in that, in that time dumped so much oh god can't like constant constantly I, I, well i say constantly it felt constant i think it's because we got i i was in i was in too i had my fingers in too many pies right For fuck's sake emily um so but, wait there we, we, <laughs> this is great already I'm, this right. is good because this relinquishes anything i have to talk about so yeah, yeah, quickly no, that's no, great that's good what do you mean so many pies you mean you're going out with many people oh, no, at once no, or was, just in quick succession it was in quick succession right. it was too quick yeah. for everybody mm-hmm. including me <laughs> And um, I think uh, the the other parties also knew that. And um, so therefore cutting it dead. And so I felt like I was being constantly dumped. Yeah. And that's why if I think about 2020, mm-hmm. I just think about heartbreak. Wow. You're trying to spin all these plates. Yeah. yeah. And then there was that flu. Uh, oh, yeah. Which made it worse. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but, we, but we were in London at this point in May 2019. Mm-hmm. 
And in this moment, Paddy, why do you think you've got no friends? Just moved to London. Shit. From... So I lived in Manchester for six years. Great town. Great place. You've been yeah. in I actually there? spent um, a cons- about five days, considerable amount of time, I was about to say. Wow, bro's a veteran. <laughs> bro's from there. Bro's Bugsy Malone. Right in the Lonely Planet. Bugsy <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder when you went to the door, you went, oh, 161. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, I've, I've spent time there because um, uh, my boyfriend was was his uh, play play musical. Is this current boyfriend or one of the past? Current, current boyfriend, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. current one. Oh, he did a play there. Oh, he was a mu- it's a musical that oh. we, it was on there about three weeks ago, and I was there for. Well, a what's the musical? Time. It's called I Should Be So Lucky. I'm not fucking promoting it. This isn't his space. <laughs> <laughs> it's called I Should I Should Be So Lucky. Um, mm. Currently on tour, ATG Productions. Wow. Buy tickets. It's all oh. the Kylie songs. It's about, it's full it's not, of Kylie. It's not about Kylie, but. Right. It's quite, it's like one of those musicals where they go, you know, like. It's a jukebox musical. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, wow. I could get it, man. I should be so lucky. <laughs> and so you did go. that in Manchester, did you? Did that in what, what else did you do up there? I went to Barry's Boot Camp. Uh, what are they, were they, they hurt you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they hurt me. I've seen videos of that. Yep. <laughs> Is that the one where they pull, they pull you along the floor and stuff if you're not doing a good job? What? Is that something else? It's a workout thing, That's isn't North it? Korea. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's awful when you get them tickets mixed up. We did it for my mum's 50th. She was not happy. But she lost a lot of weight, to be fair to her. <laughs> okay. Well, you've just moved to London from Manchester. Yeah. Are, are, you from, are you from Manchester? No, I'm from Scarborough in Yeah, Yorkshire. I was going to say, you don't sound like Brennan Reese. Yeah. Oh, Brennan Reese. <laughs> Is from Manchester. Fan of the pod? Fan of the pod. Friend of the pod. Shout out, Brennan. Yeah. Um, no, I was I'm from Scarborough in Yorkshire and then yeah. I moved there. Uh, I was there for six years. And then I got three sisters. Who Old, older or younger? Two younger, they're twins. Blimey, all right. One older. They all already lived in London. And I'd graduated in Manchester and I'd, I was just sort of festering a bit. Mm-hmm. I like, had a really like ridiculously cheap place to live in Manchester. Yeah. And I guess how much I was paying a month, Inclu- uh, including bills? Uh, 400. 190 pounds. Fuck off. 190 pounds, including bills. Fuck. How, how many other people lived there? There was five of us. That's, that's not normal though. It's not normal? That's not normal. No, I mean, there was some crooked things going on. Yeah, sure. But it was a nice place and all the people were very, very lovely mm. considerate people mm-hmm. and you know i had a group of friends in manchester uh and uh i just felt the draw of london i just felt like if i never moved if i didn't move then it just felt like it was never going to happen yeah so i did this really cowardly thing where i kept my bedroom in this place because it was so cheap i think i actually rented it out to someone else and then i moved down here moved in with my sisters for a couple of months just mm. to test it out see if i liked london mm-hmm. And I sort of enjoyed it, hadn't found my feet. So then I got rid of the room and moved down mm. and got a place. And it was just, it was just so hard. It was awful. Yeah. Mm. Moving to London. It Moving to London. The first, the first, worse. the first year, it's just, it's everything that they say is bad about London. It's all happening. What did you do as a job? Bless you, Mickey. Is that Mickey sneezing? It's Mickey sneezing. Mickey, you're beautiful, so I'll let you off. <laughs> You know a cat's furs do long when even the cat's allergic to itself. <laughs> even the cat's like, bloody hell. Meow. Meow. What were you doing for work? 
I was doing minute taking for child protection. I I was about to say I love that, but that's not the kind of thing you can respond to going, oh, I love it. But um, Yeah, I wasn't leaping out of bed in the morning. But one of my favorite conversations is the jobs that we've done mm-hmm. in like the interim in between, like for me, like acting work mm-hmm. and uh, the rest of it. They're so funny. Yeah. I mean, minutes for child protection isn't necessarily funny, but it's interesting. It's yeah. like as like a one... I'd sort of read a chapter of a book about you doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it would be uh it would be uh quite a bleak chapter. Yeah. What 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 sticks to mind for you for like bad jobs you've done? Oh, one of my favorite ones I did was um we did uh mock so there was like this summer program for kids mm-hmm. like 14 and under, a law program, um, where they would basically study law with real lawyers and barristers fucking hell um and then at the end of it they would do this <laughs> mock trial mm-hmm. <laughs> and um they got in actors to play the like the people in the trial that's awesome oh my god and it was so you had these 12 year old people and these girls and gaps well who's 12 <laughs> the people on the course they were kids oh they were kids they were kids sorry i was like uni students graduating Mm-mm. oh so for ch- children were, like for children but adult actors but adult not actors. adult actors <laughs> Adults. Gonna have to learn about the birds and the bees somehow. It's that sort of courtroom. Wacka, wacka, wacka. I sentence you to 12 inches. <laughs> you have been a bad girl. <laughs> it was it was kids going like, and so I, a couple of friends, so we used to go into these like pretend courtrooms. That was a good job. That was, I mean, it wasn't good. It was just very funny. That's awesome. I did a job where we had to be um, doctors. Oh, did you have to do the, the oh, doctors in training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, yeah, yeah. Do a colonoscopy or something. Do a colonoscopy. Yeah, I was always in, I was always in front of the queue for that one. Yeah. I looked at I looked at the other, I could see that the other people were just like pretending to be in like an A and E room, and I was like, why am did I taking do? up the arse again? Yeah, <laughs> 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 like the queues for samples just got joining the back yeah. of the queue. Why do you have, have to do the boss's car? <laughs> well, actually, we did do for a while. I did it where they weren't even doctors. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even gowns. No, because I remember the, the way you pretended to be a doctor was paid more, but you, the, what I had to do for ages to sort of like get through the ranks was yeah. um, be a body for ultrasound. People, doctors learning ultrasound. Jeez. So the, you embed, there's like four beds, each with an unemployed actor on it. Nice. <laughs> How's the queer going? Um, let's like think. I'm currently, I'm currently having my organs studied for seventy pounds a day. It's like a weird version of like Squid Game. There are four beds, each with an unemployed actor on it. Which one dies? We just couldn't believe it because they had the heating on. Um, <laughs> Little. Uh, yeah, and they and then they just do- doctors would who were trying to learn how to use ultrasound would yeah. just basically get a whole day of like trying it out on different bodies. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So you just lay there and like truly disassociate. Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy is that I was the only one that had headphones in because I, I couldn't what? just, I couldn't just lay there and. What are you do- lying there for that amount of time with no other stimulation? Doesn't that frighten you people that can do that? <gasps> the idea of that someone with the, the, the crippling level of ADHD that I have, I would, I, I'd, uh, I'd have a panic attack. Yeah. I'm being left with my own thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I was having panic attacks and I was playing Angry Birds. <laughs> Which was the big game of about 20, 2015. Oh, it was a bigger day at all. <laughs> they weren't the only crazy ones, let me tell um, you. What, what kind of house were you living in when you arrived in London? 
so I moved about a bit. So I moved, I lived on the, actually, no, I, I, so I was with my sisters and their flatmate moved away for a bit. So mm. I had a couple of really nice months there. Mm-hmm. Then I lived um, with a friend of mine from school mm-hmm. and she said she'd moved in with her boyfriend and I thought they were renting. But it turned out my boyfriend at the time was actually quite wealthy. Oh, And snap. so it was like a, it was like a three-story house that he owned in Clapham. In Clapham? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So I lived there for about, um, five weeks and it was it was really nice but it did it sent my head into a spin right because because i was earning so little money yeah uh so far away from what i wanted to be doing and being around like you know they were just the people that were around were just yeah. wealthy yeah and uh one of my last nights there someone fell out the window next door actually sorry i, it's, I get to a state started of, laughing <laughs> i get started to laughing. a state of hilarity where if anyone says anything at all i will start laughing were they all, all right Mm, they could have been better. <laughs> they were better beforehand, I think. <laughs> Funnily enough, the guy, the guy Ronan, he, I was living with, he told a joke. And he told the joke, as he told the punchline, we heard a... <gasps> she'd fallen out the window. Next door. Oh my God. Yeah. I wonder how she is. Don't know. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens in Clapham. Yeah. That's why you shouldn't buy three-story houses. What goes up? <laughs> Um, but the, but 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 when I did the minutes, my my memory is I did the I lived in Catford. Oh yeah, you know far southeast. Yeah, and the child protection I was doing was in uh, northwest, so it was a ninety minute commute every morning. That's barbaric. It was barbaric, and I was trying to do stand up, and I'd started in the north. Yeah, where it was bad, but mm. at least it was bad, and I had low rent and could mm. get to most gigs in twenty minutes and mm. could afford to have a car. Then all of a sudden I was in London and. Um, just doing the worst, the worst possible gigs you can imagine. Right. For no money. Right. Getting home at, you know, 11, 11.30, getting into bed, setting the alarm for like 6.30. Fucking hell. Going out. 90 minute commute. We're talking, we're talking three trains. No. No. Right. Trying to type. Oh, by the way, I should have said this. Minute taking is where you can type really fast. And I lied. I, I lied in my test. Brilliant. I couldn't actually touch type. But I needed work. <laughs> Maybe speaking. Yeah. <laughs> Mavis Beacon was she was spinning in her I don't know if she's she dead was, Mavis I don't know if you're dead was, shout out Mavis Beacon by the way I, ca- I, don't I cannot think. believe we've talked we've got Mavis Beacon on has she I, been on the pod Mavis Mavis yeah sponsored by obviously um well, funnily enough <laughs> my mum got Mavis Beacon right and all three of my sisters being the good studious people they are yeah yeah saw it as a opportunity and a gift and they all used it a lot and they're all brilliant typists mm. and I just couldn't be bothered to do it. But there were fun games on it. There were fun games, the chameleon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the, that yeah. was the one that sticks out in my Is mind. Is that still Penguin? a thing? Yeah, there wasn't there like an ice an ice yeah. flow one. Wow. But like this is, is bringing me back. Is that still see Jess, Jess who's twenty three over here, doesn't oh know God. what's what that is. That's a oh. lie. That's that's the internet. The internet is full of lies, and that's this is one why of the Gen Z. One. I just can't stand you. Like you, just, <laughs> you come in twenty minutes ago, and you just destroy all the things come you had. Can you tell me Hufflepuff isn't real next? <laughs> I did that Buzzfeed quiz. <laughs> I did. Um, I did. I did. I did Pottermore twice. I you did what? Sorry? Pottermore. What's that? Don't fuck with me, Paddy. Pottermore. Pottermore. It's the Harry. I, oh, I mean Harry Potter. R.I.P. But like, it's he died. No. <laughs> when you go, you have this website, and you go on and you get your your Hogwarts house. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. You've not done that. But I remember the one I did was baked into Facebook. 
well. So you didn't see, you didn't see the machinations of it. Okay. I okay. thought it was Zuckerberg putting it straight out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what, who were you? Gryffindor. Yeah. I, ch I checked twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I say it's one of the defining aspects of my personality. God, millennials, we are just. <laughs> it's all the, all, the, all the things they say about us couldn't be more true. <laughs> Mavis Beacon, though, you, you've missed out on that, Jess. Mavis Beacon. Well, yeah, I say that I missed out on it. I didn't, I didn't use it enough. Yeah. And weirdly, I think now, you know, if you do, uh, if something isn't right for you, for me now, I'd probably just, just, just stop it. Mm. But then it, I just felt like I'd never, I'd never get a better job. Yeah. Like London was so stressful. Rent was immediately higher. Yeah. And even though this job was like the furthest away physically from where I could possibly, you know, it was mm. a terrible commute worst thing for comedy all the things i just still felt like because the day rate was all right yeah i had to keep it yeah, yeah so it yeah. was like ruining my life but i just had that sort <clears> of <throat> like when i say scarcity mentality like truly yeah this is all i'm ever gonna get yeah, yeah so i yeah. kept at it for months and months and months and months yeah um and i bumped into some uh like those my old housemates the other day and he said he reminded me that i used to um freeze in like cling film uh like I'd, I'd make it a big pot like anchovies and tomatoes and then I'd put it in cling film and then he'd see me get home at, at night time and then I'd just like plop it into the pan with the pasta and just eat it out of the pan and just, you know, I mean, it was, you know, dreadful. Bleak. <laughs> very bleak. Very, 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 very bleak. It's a very dark place. Uh, you know, when you're, jealous of, when you're jealous of a girl falling out of a window. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Don't Save some place for me down there, love. <laughs> 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 biggest reaction to a punchline fucking ever <laughs> i've actually had it recently mm -hmm. um of that thing where you sort of find yourself in this um weird job that is so far removed from what you want to do and um you kind of cling on to it because i think naturally as people we try and look for the positives in any situation a lot of the time and then somehow make it up that nothing is ever gonna if we if we quit this and it's going to be even worse than it is now and yeah. it's so bad now and yeah. i can't, it can't get any worse um and <clears throat> there's this horrible thing that happens when you find yourself doing something that like you you cannot move in you don't want to move like you're not gonna you don't want to get promoted mm -hmm. to minute to, you know, second taker. I don't yeah. know what the one was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hour taker. <laughs> hour taker. <laughs> yeah, 90 minute commute. I was only there for 60 seconds. That was heartbreaking. <laughs> I thought there must be something better. <laughs> um, you, like, and so getting stuck and feeling so stalled like that is really, is a really frightening place to be. Yeah. Um, and it does a lot to our mental health. It really, really does. Um, did you have friends down here? I did, but um, I hadn't quite worked out that with London friends, mm. I've realized that there's, I've got friends down here, the, the ones that I work with, like in comedy, mm. we can sort of just grab each other on a whim. Sure. What are you doing in an hour's time? What are you doing tonight? But everyone else in London, it, I didn't realize you've got to like book people in advance. And I'm- And even I'm, then it's not guaranteed. And even then it's not guaranteed. But I just was, wasn't doing that. I was like waking up every Saturday at 11 a.m. and realizing at, at, on that exact moment, oh, it'd be nice to, to, to do something mm. and just wasn't. Mm. And also I was always like keeping, um, you know, when you're struggling to get any gigs or whatever, you're just always keeping the diary open just in case anything comes through. Right. I was in a long distance relationship. Was she in Manchester? She, she was in Bristol. Oh God, long distance. So we were seeing a lot of each other, you know, going back and forth. So I just think I was like doing very little to nourish that. Yeah. 
but I always had friends here. <coughs> and it just, uh, yeah, it was just all falling by the wayside. How did you get out of the minute taking job? Um, well, you sort of, um, did you say there was a flu? There, yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, there was a little flu. Actually, it turned the job amazing because got to work remotely. So suddenly I did the same job with the same pay. Why? And I was doing it in Spain for a while. Shut up. So I was just waking up in an apartment in Spain. That was the dream. Though. It was the dream. But, mm. and, and that was the only time because I've always done e either acting uh, or stand up mm. uh, because we couldn't do any. Mm. And so all I could do was this sort of proper work and the money was good. Mm. It, it, it was it, There was a few months where about six months where I was earning and not even amazing money, but just like a good income. Yeah. And I knew that no one was working. Yeah. Um, and I was just, I really got to see what it's like to um, do a job that's a normal job for money. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. And then I just slowly, and then I stopped it during COVID and then did other things. Right. And then now, hopefully, I won't have to go back to it. It's always there though, right? It's always there. It's always there if you want to go back to it. I mean, <laughs> one day. Not after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you from London? No. Where are you from? The Cotswolds. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. What's the What's the place called? By the town. Bybury. Fuck it. Bybury. I say it like people are coming looking for me. Of course mm -hmm. they're fucking not. Bybury. One more time. Bybury. <laughs> <laughs> Bybury. It's a really, really beautiful, beautiful village. But it's not. <clears throat> I didn't grow up there, but I did grow up in the Cotswolds. Mm -hmm. Then I went to boarding school because I'm really, really posh. Are you? <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> You got a podcast in North London. That's so crazy. <laughs> that's really weird. And then um, uh, I went to drama school in London, mm -hmm. and that's how I found myself in London. So I didn't have that like really big shift. Yeah. But lots of people, especially some people that I went to drama school with, did have it. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, "What's that like?" Because it just like it never really factored. But I've spoken to people who've, who've moved to London from somewhere that's great and probably better, mm. i.e. Manchester. Oh, six, one. <laughs> and have been like the the change in it and the new stresses, the new um, the new things we didn't really like have to consider, didn't have to worry about. And now like a huge thing and it's really fucking, it's really hard. It's well, it's really funny hard. because, you know, a lot of people don't go to study at university in London because it's more expensive. Mm. And I would always just say do because, it, because you're not going to, if you go to uni at the age of 18 in London, mm. then that's the only time you could possibly hope to be a young person mm -hmm. here with a bit of disposable money and a bit of time to yourself and yeah. like a group around you. Otherwise you've got to wait until you're like, what? Most people get to like, what, 38 before they can start doing things they want here. Yeah. So just go now. You're going to yeah. be poor at uni anyway. That's actually a really you know good what I mean? point. Don't go be poor and like, you know, live in Newcastle. Yeah, sure, Newcastle is great. You graduate and go to Newcastle. Yeah. Live the life of Riley. Yeah, lovely. Go well, London first. Where, where did you go in Manchester? It's called uh, the world famous Manchester School of Theatre. I know it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I do actually yeah, know it. Yeah, it was good. It was, yeah. it, was, it was fine. What was your school called? Guildhall School of Music and Drama. Nice. That was one of the fancy ones. Yeah, I think I ones. remember seeing a... Uh, My headshot against, <laughs> yeah. against the wall. Yeah. yeah. I had to squint. Still there. Um, <laughs> looked like it was put by hand. <laughs> <laughs> so many of them. <laughs> well, actually, it's quite funny because our drama school, just after we left, it got 
a new building. So, <laughs> I was going to say demolished. <laughs> well, so it did. So it did. They, but there was a long period where it got it got knocked. It was it was empty, but not knocked down. Mm. And my final year of drama school, I lived opposite the road to it. Literally opposite the road. Like I could run there in 30 seconds. Nice. And then decided to stay there for a year after because um, it was quite central and, and cheap. Mm. And uh, I remember being really drunk because you know what when you're in your final year they do that thing where they put all the all the actors in that year's headshots yeah in the bar yeah they so do you, so you can see it from the outside yeah. you walk past and see there's did they have a thing where there was a little packet behind it with all your cvs no oh this is what we had so you had it was all the third year actors headshots in like the foyer and then behind the headshot there were the your cv mm. and you'd put like 15 in there and then people would go and count how many oh, how God. many were left fucking that time is brutal. brutal well i wanted to because you got to choose your name on spotlight and equity and i thought to you know separate myself from the crowd i wanted to i wanted my actor's name just to be like the dentist nice <laughs> yeah because yeah. everyone would be talking who's this dentist guy who's the dentist? and maybe my headshot would have like a and again this was pre-covid but if i had a face mask on me yeah and i'm, and I'm dressed like a, a, do a suspicious one yeah i, I, I would have been and all the names, da, 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 the dentist playing, you know, would have been awesome. But yeah, after I graduated, I remember being drunk nice. and walking down, mm. walking home. I was drunk. I was doing a shitty job again, obviously mm. not, not acting and looking into the drama school and seeing the wall was like nearly empty and my headshot was on the floor looking upwards. What a moment. It was, Whoa. yeah, it was, I mean, it was poetic. That was very poetic. Literally in, in, a, in an empty building that's soon to be demolished. And it's like fresh headshot. Fresh headshot. Full of dreams and cum. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, um, your, your show. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to get it right. Yeah. Hungry. Correct. Not angry. No. No. Hung lonely. No. No. Horny. Yep. Hungry, horny, lonely, scared. Fuck. <laughs> I like lonely. No, it's hungry, horny, scared. The hungry, horny, scared. It's the name of the show, yes. Hungry, horny, scared. Um, tell us a little bit about that title. It's well, hungry, horny, scared is always a thing that I've for a while. I've just I like saying. <laughs> it's just all the time. I do just, just say it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say I'm hungry, I'm horny, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that sort of became you know you get ticks amongst your friends. Yeah. I just kept doing it. Um, <laughs> that was that was another one, but I couldn't call the show that. I know, Mickey. I didn't want to trigger you there. Um, <laughs> he's a sleeper agent. He's just been activated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, North Korea. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, he's off back to the camp. <laughs> he's off to the Mavis speaking internment camp. <laughs> they make, they teach cats how to type fast <laughs> to write out propaganda. <laughs> um, I think it, uh, hungry, horny, scared. Yes. I feel one of those three things, if not all of those three things. Aren't we all? Most of the time. Yeah. I'm it's always scared. Scared is the... Is the prevalent one? Yeah. Hmm. Do you think it, but it probably likes, you know... Ever, ever evolving thing, right? Mm. At any given moment. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you'll be hungrier than more than anything. Yes, yes. Yeah. And have you ever been so hungry when you start to panic? I thought you were going to say, have you ever been so hungry you get horny? <laughs> 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 it's actually an evolution of finding a restaurant. <laughs> hungry, I'm horny. I'm scared. <laughs> it's closed. <laughs> have you ever been hungry that I what? That I what? You start to panic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's horrible. That's a horrible place. It's when, you've all, it's when you've said no to two places for whatever reason. And then you're looking at the third place to go and eat. Mm. And, and then you realize the first place would have been the one. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you can't go back yeah. to the first place. You can't. Do you know what? I was in New York once, um, a good few years ago, and I was with a guy who I knew and his friends who were all from New York. And I don't know if you've ever walked around with a group of English people trying to find like a place to eat. It's a fucking nightmare. <clears throat> you have to book out the next like 90 minutes to be able for everyone to go, oh, if that's what you want to do, then do, do you want to go? If that's yeah. what you want. Literally, one of them went, do you want to go here? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, that's... Oh. They just got it done. Yeah. Terrifying. And honestly, and I went, and like the, <laughs> the fear that rose in me of going, this is so, this is such a strange situation. I'm so used to everyone being, they're so nice and polite and to each other, the point that we never get anything done, that yeah. this feels very weird. But then you would have gone there and you'd have spent $80 on some junk food and you'd yeah. gone, hmm, maybe we've got, <laughs> maybe we've got it sort of right. <laughs> I went to New York for the first time this year with my mate. And mm. we, yeah, we went to the first place that we saw for breakfast and it was like $80. $80. Where were you? In New York, but it looked like a normal place. It didn't look like fancy. Right. And we thought, shit, we've got to reevaluate this. So then we went back to going around for 90 minutes and looking places. That's the English way. It's the way to do it. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hungry, horny, scared. Yeah. Um, yeah, explain that title. Well, actually, a lot of it is sort of about... Um, um, a lot of it is about, like, feeling like you're like stuck in a in a house share forever. Yeah. And... Uh, um, and... Um, sort of, there's an, there's an overriding story which sort of keeps coming back. It's, 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 it's not talked about a lot, but it's threaded through, which mm. is uh, a real story... Uh, that happened last New Year's. Do you know what happened in Scarborough last New Year's? You've not been keeping tabs? No. Nope. A walrus turned up <laughs> in Scarborough. It's turned up on the shore when everyone was going to have the, there's a big celebration. Walking? As, um, as, like, as a walrus. He wasn't walking <laughs> on two feet. Yeah. Yeah, he had a top hat and a cane. I think he was dancing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was walking. I um, mean, it wasn't, he wasn't like washed up. He walked up. Well, he was mincing. He was a bit camp. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm going on the slot machines <laughs> that's what he called them anyway <laughs> yeah that's what he called the local seals oh <laughs> uh, no i didn't keep tabs on that and which yeah. is weird because i usually know what's going on it's got do you yeah. what, what's been going on what else has been happening 
Uh, do you know what I know goes on in Scarborough? Tell me. Do you know how I know Scarborough? Because in David Copperfield, not the magician, the book by Charles Dickens, mm-hmm. he goes to Scarborough to like take the sea air. Right. So that's what I know about Scarborough. Lovely. Mm. It's a nice place to do it. Take and that's what the walrus was doing. Yep, well, the, the walrus got lost, apparently. It was the first time a walrus had ever been seen on the Yorkshire coast. Oh, wow. The walrus. He, uh, he started masturbating. <laughs> Um, with his flipper. He didn't have a flashlight with him. What are you talking about, Hal? I'm trying to think about it. Like, where one, where's he hiding it? And hiding it? Oh, he wasn't hiding it. It couldn't be less hidden. Swinging about. Yeah, it's not the first time that's been seen in Scarborough. And his flipper being like curled around it. Yeah. Well, you can get a video up it if you want. There is a there is a video. Uh, I mean, it was just incredible. So New Year's Eve, the entire town of Scarborough is every single man, woman, and child (laughs) saluting. Well, we got our dick in solidarity. Uh, no, he, and uh, basically, I wasn't there. I was heartbroken because I'd just got on a train back to Scarborough. Like and then, just, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I got, because to come down to um, Bonfire, uh, Bonfire Night. <laughs> yeah. It was, an, it was an 11-month train. <laughs> the news broke 11 months later. There's only two pounds, yeah. though. Did you hear what happened in the, the winter last? <laughs> winter last. <laughs> Breaking news, winter last. Uh, I, got, I got back to celebrate New Year's in London and then I was getting all these messages from everyone going, oh man, are you in Scarborough? Have you seen what's happening? Like nothing ever happens in Scarborough. And then that happened. It was amazing. It made national news. But I'd already, um, the show isn't about this walrus. No. But the sh- and I'd already called the show Hungry, Horny, Scared. Yeah. And at once, I, once this, and a lot of the show is sort of about leaving Scarborough and about mm. being in London or having shit, like all those sort of things are in. I mean, it is, it's, it's an amalgamation of all the best jokes I've got because it's my first hour. Mm. But there is a few threads in there. I don't want to give too much away. No. Um, because I know that everyone listening to this is like, wow, this, <laughs> <laughs> this depressed typist sounds so funny. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I want to hear more yeah, about pl- 190 pounds. Yeah, Manchester. please guys, come to Hounslow Children's, uh, Children's <laughs> Services. I'll be there performing every day. Like, yeah. I'll be typing out the show. <laughs> onto a big screen. Mavis is opening for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah once i found out about that i couldn't not put it in the show yeah and then and then it just it is in there it's in there it's somewhere or other i mean do, oh, can i see the wanking walrus have you seen it is have you seen it i want to have a look at it and you can describe it all right listeners i'm looking at the wanking walrus <laughs> 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 so big. <laughs> He's not doing. He looks sort of like Mickey does on the windowsill. Uh, yeah. There he is having. But why? He's just walking around. He's not having a wank. Oh, maybe not on that one. But he, there is a. Go on, wanking Morris. <laughs> I can't believe I'm have to do this inside. I'm, do you know what? I'm not going to take a 23 year old girl's phone and put it in wanking Morris. <laughs> I've changed. Um. Is that, and is this your first, I say feature length show? <laughs> feature length, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's the first hour. Right. So I've done like split bills before, where mm. I've shared an hour and done a work in progress. It's the first proper hour. Oh, here we go. That's it. <gasps> he's so he's moving his his bum. He's she's sort of like frotting, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sort of like you know, like when you're like sort of eleven, you're like grinding against furniture because yeah, you're not allowed to. Yeah, that's yeah, what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, he's doing exactly that. No, I've never done that. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because my local theatre is doing, doing a Christmas show and it's called uh, Thor's Journey. And is, he, is that Thor? And it, yeah, it's about him, the walrus. But it's a children's show. And they're not going to bring up the masturbating, I'm guessing. What's the point then? Exactly. But one of my friends said to me, she saw the show, she's from Scarborough, and she was like, he was, she was a bit like, he wasn't masturbating. Why did you have to make it about that? He's 1,000% masturbating. He couldn't more be masturbating. I've seen people masturbating. Yeah. That's what it looks like. <laughs> exactly She was like, like why have you t- it was a really nice thing that happened and you've turned into this thing. I was like, I didn't do anything. You. It was this Victim really, blaming. really nice thing that happened. And you have sullied it. I've sullied it. No, he sullied my streets. <laughs> um, how did you get into stand-up comedy? Uh, well, I was an actor. Yeah. I always wanted to do stand-up. I always was obsessed with it from a very who, young age. Who was your favorite when you were, if you think about you as a child? When I was really young, mm. I remember watching The Mask. Nice. Not stand-up. Yeah, you know, right but, here. Yeah. But when you're like, yeah, six years old and you see a Jim Carrey film. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh my God. And I remember it wasn't until like the third or fourth time when my mum was like, you know, the guy with, with the mask, that's the same actor as the other guy. And I couldn't believe it. No. Couldn't no. believe that Jim Carrey could do both of those things. No. I thought he's a great straight man. What a great guy. Yeah. And then whoever the green guy. I don't know if I thought the other guy was just like a green actor. I don't know what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about it. My moment is finally here. <laughs> don't see me many other things actually, the mask guy. Crazy. Sort of gruesome hair on was the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Came to Scarborough dressed as a walrus. <laughs> Grew his knob out. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I think that I've spoken to quite a lot of standing comedians who kind of talk about them, like watching something as a kid and being like, that is so funny. Yeah. Um, I think it was Ed Jones, um, mm-hmm. amazing Ed Jones, who talked about the like, moment that he knew he was funny was when he watched Love Actually. <laughs> Actually, I think this is such a great joke. <laughs> he went, he watched Love Actually and you know when Martin McCutcheon, sends the card to Hugh Grant mm-hmm. and it goes and it reads out like it goes dear dear sir um always yours Martine McCutcheon whatever she's called mm-hmm. um, I think they might have changed her name a bit <laughs> that'd be great though if they were like yeah the actor Martin McCutcheon is just plain <laughs> she moonlights Hugh Grant's prime minister it's just Hugh Grant <laughs> and then he said he turned to his brother and went oh my god it's such it's so great she managed to find that noisy card you know, when oh, you, yeah. you know when you open a card and it goes like happy birthday <laughs> wait a second so ed jones's comedy awakening was a joke he made watching love actually god we are the worst don't we are we the worst ed i love you so much but you cannot be saying your comedy awakening is a joke you made that is not fair then he was like oh, i first realized that like i felt really good when people he's had that feeling yeah, yeah. well i don't recognize that absolutely yeah do you remember your the first time you had that feeling I don't. I'm in a, a series of feelings. <laughs> Hungry, horny. Yeah, all three. Yeah, the first time that the third Exclusively, one took over. Yeah. Uh, well, I loved. I loved. Uh, I loved. It was in the youth theatre, and it was a really good place in Scarborough. And uh, but yeah, I always, always wanted to do comedy, but I just had no idea. I think I was really intimidated by like. 
there was no clubs or anything. And I went, mm. up, went up to the fringe where watch hours and they just seemed amazing, but like, like impossible. And so I trained as an actor, but mm. I, my memory of being an actor is like, there was like some things that I, re- like a small sliver of things that I really enjoy watching and doing. Yeah. Most of it I detested. Yeah, Detested watching most there yeah. and most things that I was given to do. If I, I, I was useless. There was like, the, I, I would do back myself on like a, an, a corridor of stuff. Yeah. But the other was just awful. And I, I feel like the good actors that I know, they can just like do it all. And they're also unemployed. So yeah. I thought I got no chance. You shouldn't compare yourself to me though. <laughs> <laughs> But it is true. If I go to a play and there's an interval, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I want it straight through. Well, my thinking is this. No one has ever left a play and gone. <laughs> it was good. Was it could have been a bit longer. <laughs> I wish that was If they'd have just tagged 20 more minutes on it, I really would have got my money's worth. You're always delighted when the lights come up. Because by the, the way, you're, because you're studying the lights the last 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always like looking at the, the, the grid above. And, that's what I do. Yeah. No, I think that's kind of a really amazing perspective I have that you go like, with because with acting going there is that one kind of specific bit that you can really do but the rest of it you're like no no yeah. no no not for me what is that when you go and watch a play mm. and you're like okay what's the you're always like oh I can't, you know what's the story going to be and so much of it it's not there's not a story there's not a story i am i am thick because when i go <laughs> i want a story i want a story i want a story. you know someone comes on and they're like okay Today we're going to be talking, and they're just like themselves. Yeah. And there's like, you know, a couple of boxes and like maybe like a whiteboard. Oh. My heart just sinks. No, no. And I'm like, I've just paid. No, no. I've just, I've just paid for this. If you came to my school and this was like a lecture, fair enough. No. So I just, yeah, my, my, I, I shouldn't go to the theatre more because I do love, I really love good theatre. But, but I think I've got my, I got burnt so many times, especially like, you know, when you're trying to do it, so you're going to watch it. Yeah. And I, that was a really depressing time, actually, just before I left Manchester, watching Loads of stuff. Trying to immerse yourself in it a little bit. And hating it. Yeah, and hating it. And, and trying going, to do this thing, which is terribly paid, even if you do get it. Mm-hmm. And trying to get into stuff that you don't like. Yeah. I mean, heartbreaking. And going, I'm, oh, something must be wrong with me because I'm meant to really like this and everyone else really likes yeah. it. Yeah. So when people go see Hamlet and I, I don't want to do it. You don't want to see Hamlet? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it to myself again. <laughs> um, but... Um, Oh fuck! What was I going to say? Oh yeah, I want I want to see story. Like I want to go see the witches at the national. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what I want to see. I want Absolutely. To see, I want to see a little bit of storytelling. Wow me. Wow me. Wow me. That's what I'm thinking. I'm there. Arms crossed. Yeah. <laughs> go on. Then. Oh god. <laughs> like, a dr- I like, went- a dr- like a drunken art a party. Like. <laughs> I went to the Manchester School of Theatre. Wow me. Yeah, yeah. You might see my headshots there on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> did it come to a point when you made a decision or do you still act i do now yeah, yeah but but more like through through comedy yeah I see. so just made a short film <gasps> we're gonna put that out we're gonna do a screening of it on saturday and then we're gonna put it online nice and then all the stuff that i'm doing is nothing huge but it's all through comedy mm. and that's really nice mm. um because you're not like sort of just do you find doing comedy cathartic in terms of uh because I know that when Helen Bauer was here, she talks about how she was, she was apprehensive about doing therapy because she was like, I'm worried it's going to make me not funny. Yeah. Um, so there's like, then the sort of thing, I think some comedians sort of do comedy in a way of exercising demons a little mm-hmm. bit. I think it can't be, it's, ne- it's not in place of therapy. <laughs> it can't be. I saw a thing being like, why do guys start podcasts instead of going to therapy? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, podcasts at least... 
You're there for two hours in your own house chatting with your friends. Yeah. Guys, we should all be doing that. Oh, okay. Squarespace or not. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, fucking forever fresh. But, but what's it called? Hello. Hello fresh. Is that a sponsor? Well, it was anyway. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> forever fresh. <laughs> kind of negating the whole point of fresh. Fresh for a thousand years, thanks to tins. <laughs> That's awesome. I really hope that this is the episode that gets you demonetized. Forever <laughs> uh, fresh. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, what we're talking about. Okay, do not. Yeah, don't. It's not a place therapy. It's not yeah. a place therapy. Also, imagine therapy where it's like, yeah, you've got to go somewhere at 11.30 p.m. Mm. And you have 10 minutes to do your therapy. Mm. And if no one laughs at it, you've failed the therapy. Yeah. That isn't therapy. Have you ever had a really bad heckle? Of course I have. Hundreds, have thousands. You got, have you got a particularly good one? Um, What a particular good? I mean, did you ever do a comeback that you were like, oh, I'm talented? What did you say? Oh, I'm talented. <laughs> Is that what you said? Oh, I'm talented. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, someone says something, I go, you're a nonce. And then I go, Jesus Christ. Wow. I feel like, is my face bright green? Because I'm feeling like Jim Carrey right now. <laughs> Fuck, I'm talented. I just called that guy a nonce. That is, this is do you know what? This is therapy. I, I worry like, don't worry it's not something that crosses my mind because I don't do mm. stand-up comedy but if like in my fantasy when I think about it mm, what want, does that look like for me yeah um sort of you know how it for, for comedy like what do you what do you imagine yourself talking oh, about oh right yeah well first thing I, I always do because when I used to gig <clears throat> as you can see from all my guitars and ukuleles on the wall I always oh, used yeah. to start <laughs> weird <laughs> um I always used to start it by being like um by introducing myself um, as uh, Jamie Lang's sister, because um, I went, that's what's on my passport. You might know me from such places as the background of Street Come Dancing 2020. Wow. Yeah, not dancing, just there. Sure, Strictly Come Sitting. <laughs> Strictly Come Waiting. Also, if you look, it's great because you can see we get more bored in the background and slide at the end of my Is place. it boring? Fucking boring. Wait, was your brother in that? Yeah. He was dancing in it? He was dancing. Wow. Yeah. Did that he... was a national treasure for 24 hours. <laughs> he was. No, he I was. was. was right. Fuck him. No. Did he get the Strictly curse? No. Mm. No, no, no. Um, okay. I, how does it look? No, I sort of, oh, I, I don't know because it seems so terrifying to me because mm. I genuinely think it's one of the bravest things that you can do. Oh, it absolutely I is. mean, war is also brave, but like. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not. the. I think you've you got something missing because it is, it is scary, but mm. I think most comedians just they need that sort of there is a need for approval and also like it is really really fun like it's yeah. really fun those little things where you that little feeling you've got of is that is that idea funny yeah and and, and doing that in front of your friends is one thing so you've got context and whatever you know we can all make our friends laugh mm. but being able to do it with a new group of people is a very addictive feeling mm. but it's funny recently i've really been thinking about uh how stand-up is bad it's even bad when it's going well for you. Right. Like I did a bunch of gigs uh, like a month ago and they were all quite important gigs okay. and they all went really well. Mm -hmm. they, could, they couldn't have gone better for what it was. And uh, yeah, the Monday afterwards. Couldn't, couldn't have been more depressed. Yes. Do you think 
So I'm fascinated by this feeling. Do you think that is a combination, like, because there's post-show blues? Yeah. There's that. But then I also have the thing of going, something just went really well. I'm now terrified because I'm not used to things going really well. Totally. And so what is going to come along here to ruin this? Yeah. What is it that I did or said in that that's that's actually bad and wrong? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's also like an adrenaline thing. Like mm. you now... Now I feel in a place where if I don't, if I don't perform in some way for a couple of weeks, I'm like, I don't get that rush of being <laughs> bad. But then if you do loads of it, then you also have a come down afterwards. So I do just think it is a, it is bad. Um, I wonder if I get that feeling because you know, when you're at school and they have that person who comes in going, don't do drugs, kids. But don't join the performing arts. <laughs> no. I was always, I remember that person going, don't, you know, the drinking that's, I'm an, I'm an alcoholic and. This is what happened to me. Mm -hmm. I never thought I'd be that person. But I was invited to a school to do that. I wonder if I could turn that into my stand-up routine. <laughs> well, whether you want to or not, I think it might end up I like genuinely Have you done it yet then? No, 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 no. This is, this is why you shouldn't drink kids. <laughs> so you're going to go to schools and talk about... No, no, I'm t I think I am. One school suggested One school. it and I was like... You should do it. Yeah. Turn up pissed. <laughs> I relapsed on the way. Yeah. I'm a walking, talking example, kids. Look at it. You kids like walruses. <laughs> Get the video. It might not be from such places as rehab. <laughs> I don't drink, by the way. Nice. No, thanks. Um, but but I wonder I, if I'll get the same adrenaline rush from doing from talking to kids about drugs and alcohol as you do. I think it probably will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna, when when would you do it? I don't know. Well, I'll open for you if you want. Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, are you going on tour? I am, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing Soho Theatre uh, six days in January. Shit, son. And then 15 or 16 other cities from February through to... Do we even have 15, before? 16 other cities in this country? <laughs> do we? Does one have this? Are you going to Manchester? I am, yeah. Back where it all started? I'll be there. You, Bugsy, front row. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I go to Manchester in, uh, I think in March. On St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day of all, of all time. Because you're half Irish. I'm half Irish, yeah. How do you know that? That's very impressive. Research. Wow. <laughs> I'm perceived. No, I know you're half Irish because I saw uh, Mike and Vittorio and you talking about someone shaved off your eyebrows. So you had to go to an Irish funeral with looking surprise. <laughs> yeah. Which is genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> Dark days. Talking about bullying on Mike and Vittorio's podcast, by the way. Out the frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, come see me on tour. If you can come along, come along. I'd solo. love it. Guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say so with it, but I'm like, no. there's also um, Hull. I'm not doing Hull. Oh. <laughs> Tell you what, it might be quicker if you go on my Instagram or my day. <laughs> Rather than me saying I could list out every day if you want. Just guessing what yeah. cities you go, may or I'll may not. Tell you what, you've got three more guesses. Okay, right, where else I'm going? Uh, all right. Um, okay, okay, we've got Manchester. I reckon Aberdeen. Nope. Nope. Aberdeen. <laughs> uh, Oh, um, Oxford? No. Jesus, Bristol? Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and another, this is the, by the way, the most inefficient <laughs> way of promoting a tour. What dates are you doing? No, actually, I don't no, answer no. that. <laughs> I'm going to guess the cities. By the way, I didn't know there were 15 cities that existed. And I'm now going to try and guess them. Ah! <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Hold on. Um, how do you find London now? 
Um, much better. I've now got like a little pocket where I've got like, how do I find it now? I like it. What, what I think my issue is I feel like at some point I'm going to be kicked out of it. Yeah. Well, you're going to get found out. Not found out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like right now it's working for me. Sure. But I think uh, it does feel like if I ever want to like own my own place or if I have a partner and they don't earn loads of money either and we ever want to have a place or have kids or whatever, that's why I'll have to leave here. So right now I really love it. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else in the UK at least for the next like few years. Are you currently attached? No. Oh. No. But I live with my friend and it's, it, it's very much like a husband and wife situation at the moment. For sure. We cook together. Oh. We shop together. We go to the gym together. Yeah. We get e-bikes there. Cute. Sometimes one of our e-bikes doesn't work <laughs> so one of us sits on the other one's lap. It is the most queer-coded um, we cook together we clean together we jump together, we fuck we fuck as well yeah but that's not we're not making eye contact during that it's more when i'm chopping lettuce and he's like i'm like this is gay <laughs> no, no, you fuck your friends pass me the coriander <laughs> oh you're not washing your hands off of the chilies <laughs> okay yeah i mean yeah but but i mean it, I do. I hate London. Sorry, do you? I, I really don't like it. Why? I don't know. Well, I mean, I say I love it. I mean, I am hmm, unhappy and poor. Yeah. Um, it's Mickey sneezing, by the way. Yeah, Mickey sneezing. Even just it. the mention of London. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> He's opening the window with his teeth. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you'll be here for a while. Do you think? Yeah, London. I hope so. I mean, like it's the same if. Um, partner baby don't know yeah <laughs> i mean but you think like three years time will you be here i hope not really mm. yeah what about you jess yeah i'll stay here for a bit yeah you've got time in three I years i'm 16 yes you've got you've got time girl we've got time it is just like yeah you just go anywhere else and you look at like the basic necessities and human rights they've got yeah and you're like yeah yeah Can you pass me your phone again that last oh thank you very much yeah. thank you you should be running this <laughs> mm -hmm. um yeah well i mean what are the things that have changed for you sort of you know friendship wise or emotionally or mm. well i think having a, a a short commute yeah and uh i'm very lucky that i've got um close friends who are comics and and, and non-comics um what has made it better what well, i didn't have before but it's also, I think it's it's a hard question because, like London in my early twenties, mid twenties, I was a I was a nightmare person, yeah. And therefore, everything around me was kind of just felt nightmarish. Yeah, it's more just like an emotional change and a kind of growing up and adapting to such to my surroundings, which has helped me feel more comfortable in this city. Yeah. So it doesn't even though like actually tangible needs to change. It's just kind of how we do as people. Yeah, I also think there was an acceptance that like, this is just like a period of change. Yeah. And so like initially I just really wanted to be settled and everything was just all up in the air. Mm. Uh, and then um, it's just amazing. I've got friends that are just, you know, people that are just, they've got a positive. Yeah. They're in the same situation as you and you think you're completely fucked and then you hear them describe it and they're like, yeah, but it's good actually because it means, uh, change means there's opportunities happening. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I think I did just shift my perspective a little bit. Yeah. 
I went to, went to do this like weird therapy thing, which was like sort of hypnosis, sort of therapy. Was it the was breathing all, one? It was not, well, I did breathe, but he didn't tell me to. <laughs> I was at the advanced level. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. said, wow, you've done this before. <laughs> Whoa. Slow down. But a lot of it was like positive affirmations and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And, and that'll help. But it's hard for me to say. I still think uh, it's, it's still not always easy, but um, I guess, uh, yeah, if, if you do ever move to a new place, the, the first year is always going to be the, it feels like it's yeah. going to be that way forever. It never feels like it's going to settle and become home to you. It's kind of like weird friends from New York coming this week mm. and you forget like, because I went to New York and it was so stressful mm. and then they come here and you forget when you're telling them to meet somewhere mm. or you're an hour behind meeting someone. Mm. That's so different for them yeah. to be waiting around in central London. Like yeah, what, yeah, they yeah. go to M&M World. They don't know what to do. They're lost. <laughs> Gone to M&M World recently? I've been once about five years ago. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of M&Ms. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> actually quite. I, I really like M&M's. And the green M&M, she's so sexy. She is fit. I mean, she wears flats and she doesn't wear as much makeup, but like, I actually like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she's more real. natural. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at this point in the podcast, we like to ask the question, mm -hmm. which people often find really, really difficult. Can't wait. Um, but what are the things about you as a person that you genuinely really appreciate and love and cherish? That I like about myself? Yeah, that you like about Nightmare. yourself. I know. <laughs> Um, I don't know. What do I really like about myself? Um, I think, um, I don't know. I like your Breton striped top. Thank you so much. I think I have the but same But if I lose one. that, I've got nothing. You've got nothing. And it's not Breton, it's actually H&M. Oh. It's a cheap version. Remember what school I went to? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I get kicked off the... <laughs> Gonna have to clean his microphone afterwards. <laughs> What do I like about myself? I genuinely think, well, I say this a lot to comedians, because, mm. and like I said before, I think it is, um, it is a really, really fucking scary thing to do. Mm. Getting up, because when people, like, you're literally like banking on people thinking that you're funny. And if you're in a room of, with a group of people who are in a bad mood, yeah. it's just, it's frightening. And so I do think that <clears throat> all comedians have an element of, fearlessness and within them which i think being fearless is one of the greatest compliments i can give anybody so i would assume that you have that an element of it at least yeah maybe maybe i think i guess i guess it's like a safe way of, of doing it though right because you can be fearful in all the aspects of your life mm. and fearful on the way and away from the gig but uh yeah that's do you know what i like about myself mm. i'm fearless <laughs> After, after an hour of me telling you all my deepest and darkest fears that I've still got. But scared yeah. is in the title of <laughs> yeah. your door. Yeah, I guess what I've got is how horny I get when yes. I'm hungry. <laughs> that is such a good thing about me. I can get really horny, but like not actually. Imagine if it. I said sincerely, my sex drive. <laughs> <laughs> it is through I the floor. I love that about myself. Um, are, are you a good brother to your sisters? I think I am. Okay. I'd say they're far better sisters though uh, than I am. I, I often think about how like they're like a filter for goodness for me because sure. I still don't think I'm a good person but I think I sometimes do things better than I would otherwise because I've suggested it to them first or I've said something to them first and they've been like no that's wrong but I don't know if it's made me better but they're like they're like buffers yeah do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so I might say something really inappropriate or plan to do something but instead of the first pop call being like a friend or mm. a partner mm. or like a bunch of strangers it goes to them first yeah and they're like lad no. yeah 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 lad <laughs> Lad, no, but I'm very lucky to have three sisters because they're all um, 
unbelievably supportive of me and always have been yeah. and always have been like big fans and supporter of everything I've done. Do any of them do anything similar? Um, relatively. One of my sisters, Pippa, she like does film. She does like film editing. Sure. Um, and then what Kate works in environment and Tess works in like tech, but they all, are, yeah, I mean, they're all just really uh, high achieving. Into, just like, you know, the girls just have got their stuff. They just had their stuff together. They so their stuff together. They yeah. did, yeah. Um, well, that kind of leads me on to my next question, which mm. is uh, where we ask you to express gratitude for a person, a place or a thing, or one of all three, but somewhere, someone, something for which you are grateful. Somewhere. Someone. Mm. People, places and things, but you don't have to do all three. You can do one if you want. Well, do you know what? I'll do my sisters. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm. Um, Pippa, Kate and Tess. Tess. Yeah. Shout out, sisters. Nice. I never talk about myself on podcasts. I, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I'm going to make lies about my eyebrow being shaved off. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, sisters. Well done. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't think we've had people shouting out their sisters. I like it. I think there is something about being the only boy in a group of girls as well, which is interesting. It's a very fortunate place to be at. Mm. They're really nice to women. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually, that's the thing. That's the whole, this is the whole thing. Guys are like, yeah, I've got, I've actually got a sister. I've actually got a sister. So, so I'm a feminist. My, I actually had, a, actually I've got two grannies. And yeah, as a guy that really changes you. How can I not understand? <laughs> Babe, I'm not gaslighting you. I literally have one mum and two grannies and three. How could I, I wasn't cheating, baby. <laughs> baby, I was practicing for you. I understand. <laughs> Baby, baby, I was doing this for you. Yeah, he's just my housemate. Baby, baby, having chlamydia is like a rite of passage. I did this for us. We need a struggle. Yeah, all adventurous women. <laughs> Behind every great woman is an itchy man. <laughs> itchy. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming to see us today. Thanks so much for having me. I hope it was useful. It was <laughs> super useful <laughs> useful <laughs> useful is the top line adjective <laughs> I'm gonna, to i want to call this episode useful <laughs> that is so cruel <laughs> um but i'm gonna link all tour dates Amazing. including the cities that i didn't guess yeah we will not be going to aberdeen <laughs> we will not be going to hull <laughs> are you going to scotland at all yeah edinburgh and glasgow oh yeah, yeah. all right yeah good <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> but yeah thank you very much and i will link all down below so please please visit the bio click the link and come see paddy if you're not income to the soho theater it's a lovely place to spend an evening i've done it many many times um but thank you very much for seeing us today this was really fun likewise thank you <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.